Live on KEXP, one-of-a-kind performances. Come on, let's go. Recorded in the shadow of the space station. This is Moses. This is Angel. This is Michelle from Japanese Breakfast. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Meryl from Junior. This is Mac DeMarco. Hey, this is Courtney Barnett. Hello, this is your host, Troy Nelson back with another episode of Live on KEXP. On the show this time, it's the unfathomable Americana of Waxahachie. Crutchfield to the list of artists who put out a record and then had post-release plans thwarted by the pandemic. She and partner Kevin Morby started performing online early and figured out how to do it pretty well with their free-flowing weekly rodeo on Instagram. Thanks a lot for tuning in. This song is for y'all. Still, it must be a relief to finally be out on tour doing the songs for an in-person audience after talking about it for more than a year. Her latest releases have been Motley. She put out the EP Great Thunder in 2018, which was a re-record of early material, which she made at Justin Vernon's studio in Wisconsin. The sound was stripped down, acoustic, and intimate. You shout from the roof that you know something better in you right to your proof to a fall Shine. 2017's Out in the Storm was a total rock record. The latest, St. Cloud, is pure Americana. Except the songs are about other kinds of places, too. The sound is more than roots and folk. Guess that's why writing about music is always really just a way for us to say, go listen to this. I lose my grip. I drive out far. Pass fireworks at the old trailer park. You're folding chairs. American flags. Selling tomatoes KEXP DJ Cheryl Waters asked about the change in genre and the relationship between place and sound. You said after touring your last record out in the storm that you were afraid that people might assume that you were like a rock music person. And I find it nearly impossible, actually, to categorize Waxahachie. (laughs) What's your personal description of this project? Yeah, you know, I think... Something that feels really good for me is that kind of from the offset, I always wanted to be difficult to describe and I've always sort of, I want to be genreless. That's sort of the, always been my desire and and really just to find ways to like lift up the songs in kind of like the most 
productive, good way possible. You know, I think this current iteration of Waxahachie is obviously really warm and kind of more Americana leaning and what what will come next, really your guess is as good as mine at this point. Um, I think the journey from out in the storm to St. Cloud is, was so, such a such a strong shift. So the fact that my fans seem to stick with me is <laughs> very cool. And yeah, I just really like to um, keep it difficult to describe. Well, and it does have a beautiful warm sound and you actually went to a warm location to record the record, Sonic Ranch down in Texas with producer Brad Cook. And that's different from where you've recorded past records, like in Brooklyn and Philadelphia. How did that scenic change affect the record, would you say? I didn't totally know what I was getting into with Sonic Ranch. I sort of could picture it in my head, but I had no idea how much of a role it would end up playing. Like just that kind of beautiful West Texas landscape was like the perfect backdrop. Um, And, you know, you, you can... Put an, get an idea in your head of what your record's going to sound like when you go to make it, but you really never know. So I actually do think that the setting that you're in often ends up lending itself to that. And forever, that will be the backdrop of St. Cloud in my head. Well, speaking of the setting, I mean, shortly before the pandemic, you settled in Kansas City. And if you had been living your pre-pandemic life, you probably would have just you know, settled down there for a short period of time and then would have been off again. But you ended up spending a huge chunk of time there, more than you've probably spent in anywhere in a long time. Do you think that that will color your sounds for songs that you're writing now or in the future? Yeah, I certainly think so. I've like really um, found living in the middle of the country to be pretty fruitful creatively. I think Kevin has too. Like I, we really have been pleasantly surprised by that move. I think it, it really felt at the time for both of us pre-pandemic, um, it felt really like, all right, this will just be our landing pad and then we'll be, you know, all over the world all the time. And having to really sort of, um, you know, settle there, uh, has been really cool. I think that it, I I certainly think it'll color what I do next. KEXP's Emily Fox asked about the themes of addiction and codependency that run through the record and the song War. You've said that there are two big themes on this record, addiction and codependency. And you hear some of that in your song War. Tell me a little bit more about the song War. Yeah, totally. It's funny. Codependency and addiction really go completely hand in hand. You kind of don't. Um, well, you don't. I feel like you don't have addiction without codependency usually. But um, yeah, war is. So just to give a little context, I got sober um, two years ago. And, you know, I really wrote this album in all different phases of that. But war was a, was one where I, I really kind of wanted to to show a little bit of a peek behind the curtain of like my mind as I was sort of um, recovering from this addiction that I'd struggled with, like just kind of the, I don't know, I think it's, we see, we see sober people in there. So I, I think sometimes people think like, oh, well, obviously that was the right choice. And they, you know, they are clearly so much happier now. And that's, that is like overwhelmingly true, but you know, I feel like that when you quit something like drinking, when it was a problem, there's a lot of things that were leading you to 
to drink. And, and when you quit, all of those things are there um, and they're like heightened and in technicolor and you sort of have to face them in a way that you have been evading for so long. So that was really what I wanted to capture in war, just sort of that, like all of these like demons for lack of a better term were were heightened and, and that, you know, that was kind of causing me to lash out at people that maybe didn't deserve it or sort of like, you know, like point the finger places when really the finger should have been pointed at myself. So I wanted to kind of, I feel like that's a really common experience for people. It's a shared experience for people who um, are going through what I'm going through. So I wanted to, to write a song that sort of articulated that. St. Cloud is available on Merge Records. It was re-released in March featuring three new tracks, covers of her fave Lucinda Williams, Dolly Parton, and Bruce Springsteen. For this performance, recorded in the KEXP gathering space, Katie and the band played four songs from the record. We are more than excited to present Waxahachie live on KEXP. about it now 
You just heard Waxahachie with the songs Can't Do Much and Lilacs. Live on KPXP. Now here's more of our live session with Waxahachie. I take flight on borrowed time. I was once terrified of heights. I say a prayer. I look down and I'm ready to die. If you cross over tonight, you say beyond the darkest sky, you taste the blood of something wild in the
And that was our live session with Waxahachie. You heard the songs Ruby Falls and Fire. Shout out to our partner station, WVMW 91.7 at Marywood University in Scranton, Pennsylvania. To hear Emily Fox's deeper interview with Katie, and for more stories behind the music, search for KEXP's Sound and Vision wherever you get your podcasts. As always, check out the video of this session. You'll find that at youtube.com slash KEXP. Thanks for listening, everybody. For my producers, Jackson Long and Julian Martlow, I'm Troy Nelson. We will see you next week. This is Live on KEXP. Live on KEXP is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.